Pump that, pump that, all right. Jim Blogcast Live. It is episode 189. Big Jim Blogcast Live 3.0. Episode 189. I am Jim. It, uh, welcome. Um, hold on a sec here. Um, look, just all right. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, yeah. All right. So. All right, it's episode 189 of Big Jim Blogcast Live. Say hello, say hi, everyone. Um, okay, so, um, all right, there we go. Don't mind me. Um, so, okay. There we are. All right, just sharing it to a few groups here. Um, all right, so. To a group, um, let's see here, what? Hmm. Hmm. All right. So yeah, it's Big Jim's Blogcast Live. 
uh, 3.0 episode 189 is Sunday, July 25th, 2021. And uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, hold on. Hmm. 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 All right, so. Hmm. All right. All right, there we go. Okay. So anyways, yeah. Um, I'm going to write on here. So hello, everyone. So yeah, if you're uh, out and about there tonight, say hi. Um, it is Big Jim Blogcast Live, episode 189. Um, now, I'll go over my disclaimer. If you, I may say a few bad, dirty words like shit, damn, fuck. Um, you know, I might use them in succession, so if you're offended, go grab a Kleenex, and, um, so, alright, so if you're offended, go grab a Kleenex, you know, do your thing, so anyways, yeah, and share a Big Jim Blogcast Live, um, so, alright, you can share Big Jim Blogcast Live with anybody you choose, anybody, any group, so, and that's what I'm uh, doing here. So, uh, all right. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So, this is like, and who we are. Let me reiterate who we are. First, a few bongo solos for tonight. Um, yeah, Big Jim Podcast Live, like, we, we, we're welcome to Big Jim Blogcast Live 3.0, episode 189, 189 in Facebook Live, airing every Sunday nights, um, the occasional Saturdays, the occasional Friday nights. We're now in our third year. Um, we debuted back in November of 2018. We're based out of Sarnia, Ontario, Canada. We border Poirier on Michigan. We're fully vaccinated, unmasked. Uh, Big Jim Blogcast Live does craft beer reviews like this one. Tonight's craft beer is called... Maricopa New England Pilsner by the Red Barn Brewing Company in uh, Blindham, Ontario, Canada. I have yet to open it and try it. So and I'm pairing it up tonight with like um, Crown Royal Vanilla and a nice cigar. So we'll get to that in a minute. Um, hey, 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 hey. So, and yeah, feel free to share this with like all the Def Leppard groups. Um, so... Anyways, yeah, um, we do, like I said, we do craft beer reviews right here from across Sarnia, across Ontario, across Canada and the U.S., also pairing it with, like, uh, spirits, whiskey, rum, and a good cigar. Um, we talk about local events near you, uh, countdowns to holidays, birthday shout-outs to our friends. We will talk about retro classic stuff, such as, like, classic TV, like 1, 2, 3, hit season wonder TV. TV shows, classic canceled TV shows, spin-offs, character actors, actresses, um, 70s, 80s, 90s hard rock, classic album reviews. Um, mm. Classic album reviews, um, one-hit wonders, forgotten groups, hair bands, rap, country, top 40. Classic pro wrestling, like the wrestlers, the AWA, 
uh, AWA, WCW, right on, cool. Um, the pay-per-views, the tag teams, the stables, the jobbers, classic sci-fi from Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Space 1999, droids, ships, weapons, aliens, minor characters, etc. Vintage stuff. Um, all right, what do we got here? So, um, all right. So, anyways, yeah. Um, sports, hockey, baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, UFC, teams, players, coaches, um, you know, championship series. That's us in a nutshell. Plus random bongo solos. All right. Random bongo solos. So that's in a nutshell. So if you want to sit back, uh, enjoy the show and join us. So yeah, tonight we're going to talk about, um, uh, Remington Steel season, our series in Remington Steel season, um, three and uh, half of season four. And so, um, mm. um, okay. So, mm. all right. So anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, the James Bond movie, Goldeneye, uh, classic guitar duos, Phil Collin and Steve Clark of Def Leppard. Uh, Classic albums, Hysteria by Def Leppard. Uh, this Week in Van Halen History, Hockey Card Heroes, Casey's Sezikas. Sezikas. Um, we'll still discuss the career of the late, the great uh, Paul, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Um, and a Star Wars vintage board game. So, all right. So, right on. Uh, here we go. Uh, let me just, like, uh, share this. Like, like uh, all right. Share it to a group. Um, do, 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 do. All right, there we go. Okay, so, all right, mm. all right, do, 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 do. Uh, all right, there we are. Never too, uh, never too late there. All right, all right, uh, and happy birthday to everybody. We're going to do birthday shout-outs later on. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, anyways. Um, uh, what uh, what are we doing here? So, hmm. Uh, okay. All right. So, okay. There we go. Um, yeah, our tonight's beer. Now, I'm trying this beer for the very first time. It is called Maricopa, Maricopa New England, New Zealand Pilsner by the Red Barn Brewing Company. I'm going to try it for the very first time here. So, here we go. All right, pouring it. Um, hey, Ann Keith. All right. So, yeah, to, there we go. Look at that. Nice. There we are. All right, so in case I like it, like I really like it, I got a backup here. So, anyways, wait for that. Marrow Copa. All right, hold on. The craft beer, you craft beer people. I'm gonna share this with you. Um, honest craft beer reviews. There we go. Um, all right, so share to a group. Um, all right. All right. So, anyways, yeah, going to try it for the very first time here. 
Um, and I'm like, all right, okay. Mm, time to put up or shut up. So anyways, yeah. Um, now about this beer, um, Maricopa is known as one of the most beautiful waterfalls in New Zealand. A true pilsner would use lager yeast, but instead we borrowed Kiwia yeast from our Norwegian friends. Monteca and Pacifica New Zealand hops bring you our very first first-ish beer. So, mm. so anyways, not a bad beer, first outing. So, um, get back to that. It's like in our, its own Red Barn glass. The Red Barn Brewery and Company in uh, Blindham, Ontario, Canada. Mm. So, I'll put that aside and uh, I'm chasing it down. We've got Crown Royal Vanilla. Mm. Oh yeah, that goes down smoothly. So, and the cigar tonight is called Quintero Habana. Uh, mm. <coughs> All right. Uh. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. Good cigar there. Let me. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, let's see here. Mm. <coughs> mm. <coughs> all right. So, cigar people, all right, here we go. Um, mm. Mm. All right. Mm. All right. So, anyways, yeah. Um, we're gonna use, we uh, okay, yeah. So we've got the cigar going. We've got like a craft beer going tonight's craft beer is uh, Maricopa. It is a New Zealand pilsner by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario. So, um, been chasing it down with like uh, Crown Royal Vanilla. Oh, mm. all right. What we got here? Hmm. <clears throat> All right. Um, now, mm. All right. Mm. Last dance. Do 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 do. The Def Leppard fans of Def Leppard. Yes. There we go. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, All right. So we get that. Um, we're we got some like uh, local events going on here, but first of all, mm, mm, <coughs> I want to get some birthday shout-outs here. So, all right. Mm, okay, so we uh, we were away last Monday, so or last weekend, uh, went up to like uh, Huntsville. Mm. <clears throat> so, anyways, um, yeah, so anyways, yeah, let's get to some birthday shout-outs here. All right, from last Monday, Heather Pentrowski, Celia Figaro, Herman Vieira, Evelyn Ward, Dave Crawl, Sherry Ann Gunn, Rod Schuler, Francis Rose, K. 
Carolyn Hartman, Sabrina Fitzsimmons, Paul Martin, Nancy Foster, Monique Richard, Greg Brown, Kim Fulton, Tracy Martin, Shannon Wolf, Jalene Crow, Kevin Clements, Brad McFadden, uh, MJ Thompson, Nancy Travenek, uh, Tom Hellcamp, Kathy McGinty Smith, Gary Coomer, Toby Green, Michael Bradley, Candace Pietras, Sandy McKitchen, Terry Lynn Fairbrother, Vanessa Parsley, Roxanne Larake, uh, Alan Kruderink, Leonard Kraft, uh, Ash. Ashley Wakefield, Patty Schreider, Leslie Dubique, Tanya, Tanya Yermashina, Glenda Lane, Steve Caligarios, uh, Wendy Dion. Happy birthday to you guys. All right. So happy birthday, everybody. Oh, uh, what do we got here? So anyways, to our craft beer drinkers, our Def Leppard lovers, our James Bond lovers, uh, it is Big Jim Longcast Live 3.0, episode 100. 89. Uh, it is uh, Sunday, July 25th, 2021. Um, hmm. Hmm. <coughs> so, um, we will get to some local events shortly and some countdowns. So, all right. Uh, so, hmm. Hmm. <coughs> Ah. Cigar keeps coming apart on me, that's why. And tonight's beer is Maricopa, Maricopa New Zealand Pilsner by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blytham, Ontario, Canada. So, there we go. Um, first impressions. Mm. It is a good beer, not that bad of a beer. So, mm. all right. So anyways, yeah, uh, mm. Mm. <coughs> all right, um, mm. all right, yeah, okay, so now with the events, like they're they're all coming back now. I'm fully vaccinated. I don't know about any, anybody else else out there. Um, before we get started, local events. I was fully. I had my second vaccination last Wednesday, and that pre pretty much knocked me out for the rest of the week. I did my first workout like uh, today on Sunday, and it felt really good. Um, I don't know how any of, about you feel feel, but uh, like I said, fully vaccinated, so you can do whatever the hell you want. So. You still still have to wear masks, but anyways, local events like uh, with events that are uh, <coughs> that were affected by COVID, they can be back on. Like uh, there were buzzwords surrounding like these events, like postponed, on hiatus, canceled, rescheduled. Um, hmm. Oh, <coughs> all right. So here we go with that. Um, anywho, now Saturday, August 21st, 2021, 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. is the Multiverse Spring Fling at Valley Axe in Sarnia. That's at 1886 London Line. It's free to attend. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, hey Susan, are you sharing this from the dog park? Can you share it? Um, anyways, 
it's free to attend. All you got to do is get a team together. You throw you throw axes at the target. You line up. Uh, before that, an employee comes to get tell you what to do, what not to do. Gives you a quick uh, direction on how to throw the axes. It's fun. If you have had too much to drink, you can be a danger to yourself or others. And so, you get the basic idea of it. So, Friday, July twenty, Friday, July thirtieth to April or no August second, twenty twenty one, six p.m. Uh, Sarnia Bike Fest at the Hiawatha Horse Park in 1730 London Line. It's free. There's going to be live music. There's going to be on-site camping. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, and lots of bikes there. So, hmm. <coughs> uh, where was, oh, yeah, so, it, uh, yeah, Saturday, June 26th. 2022, 5 p.m. is Our Lady Peace, um, Finger 11 at Sarnia Blue Water Border Fest in Centennial Park, www.ticketscene.ca. Um, it has been postponed till 2022. So, yeah, one of our fancy buzzwords, fancy COVID buzzwords. Um, Mark and the guys put on a great Blue Water Border Fest. Last year was an awesome Blue Water Border Fest. They gave... gave Big Jim Blogcast Live tickets to give give out, um, and some lucky winners went to Blue Water Border Fest, including me um, and a few other people, and it was a really great time. So, um, hmm. Hmm. all right, and uh, yeah, it was a really great time. They picked up the pieces where Base Fest left off. So. Um, Friday, August 27th, Great White, the band, is at Genesee County Fair, 7 p.m. Eastern. For tickets, go to www.gcf.org.store, and you can get your tickets there. Saturday, August 21st, 2021, is the Torch Run for Special Olympics in Chatham-Kent. $40 per driver, $30 per passenger. It's for, for a good cause. It's for the Special Olympics, and it's hosted at St. Clair College. So, all right. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Jules and Rick live at the Beer Garden, Saturday, July 31st, 2021, 4 p.m. It's free. It's at Big Family Brewing Company in, uh, in Sarnia, Ontario. It's where Stokes Bay used to be. So, um, it, uh, Valley Axe, the Girl Gang, Backyard Market, sa happens uh, Saturday, August 14th to sun Sunday, August 15th, 2021. As usual, there's going to be axe throwing, and there will also be 100 vendors there. So, all right. Friday, August 27, 2021, is 9 p.m., is drive-in movie night at the Brigden Fairgrounds, and it's free. Um, hmm. <coughs> Oops, no, it's not free. Oh, what do we got here? So, all right. Um, it is $10 per vehicle, so... That's it. So, uh, drive-in movie night, uh, Friday, August 27th, 2021, uh, 9 p.m. at the Brigden's, Brigden Fairgrounds, uh, $10 per vehicle. So, all right. Um, yeah, I want to tell you guys a story, a cautionary tale, though. Now, last weekend, I was at, um, oh, yeah, tonight's craft beer is Maricopa, is a New England Pilsner's by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario, Canada. So, all right, and so far so good. You got to give this like, uh, hmm. 
I'm lucky I've got a backup beer with me. So it's pretty, it, it's good. Right off the hop, it's really good. So it is, mmm, mmm, crisp, dry, a little bit terse. First time I've used that word. So, and it's definitely a barbecue beer. Now, last weekend, there was no blogcast. I was up in Huntsville with my girlfriend and friends, Derek and Marina. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, and uh, we visited a craft brewery there. I, I wanted to go in. I wanted to get a couple of beers from Canvas Brewing Company. Um, and so I did. I went in there. Stag myself like a glass and a couple of beers there. So uh, we're on our way out. We're on our way back. And I'm gently cradling this glass. Right? So gently cradling in the car when snap. This part, it snaps in half. It does. It really is. The part, that it's, it snaps in half. Um, luckily, my, I, I didn't get cut or anything. I just kept held, holding it and I told like Derek to... You know, hey, could you go back, please? And uh, so the staff there were nice, very, very nice. They replaced my glass with a new one. So no complaints there. You know, they were nice, friendly, accommodating. They caught me a new glass for free. So, but I get home. I try one of their beers. Whoo, no way. Whoa. Um, it, uh, yeah. It was a wheat beer, uh, and it just like, whoa, you could clean paint off the walls with that beer. But, um, you know, uh, it wasn't looking good for like uh, Canvas Brew Brewing Company, but I have snagged myself a few more of their beers, so, you, you know, I wouldn't recommend the wheat beer right off. You, you'll just, you'll see vapor trails. You'll be like, whoa, no way, fuck. All right, so, yeah, yeah, so, um, I left the other half up there, I left that, the, uh, I get two of each beer, so, I left the other uh, beer up there, safe and sound, at, uh, at Derek's place, so, for anybody who wants to try that, so, if you're up in the Muskoka, um, Huntsville area, so, yeah, um, but hopefully their other beers aren't as, like, uh, I hate to use the word terrible. Hopefully there are other you their other beers aren't as like, well, not so tasty as that as the wheat beer. So anyways, yeah. That you like yeah, so if you're in just if you get if you're in Huntsville and you go to the Canvas Brewing Company and you get a glass, just be careful with it cuz it's very fragile. So but the the staff, if you break it, the staff will get you a new one. No, no questions asked. So, all right. Okay. So, okay, and we got like uh, um, Crown Royal, vanilla, chasing that down. So, all right. Mm. And it is really good. Mm. So, oh yeah. All right. So, here we go. All right. So, oh, yeah, we're going to get to some countdowns here before we get into our, like, vlogcast. Uh, mm. mm. <coughs> All right. And the, this is a Habana Quintero. 
So, oh yeah, yummy Crown Royal. So, what? Who else can I? Uh, more options here. So, hmm. All right. All right. There we go. Hmm. <clears throat> all right so okay just personally sharing this with like uh, a few other groups and uh, we're on our way so do 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 there we are so all right so now okay let's get to our countdowns now our August long weekend Civic Long Weekend is seven days away. The U.S. Thanksgiving for any of my American friends watching is 123 days away. Our Canadian Thanksgiving is 78 days away. Um, our Remembrance Day is 109 days away. Our Halloween is 98 days away. The Labor Day Long Weekend is 43 days away. I know you don't want to hear this, but winter, it is 149 days away. Oh, yeah. So if you're complaining about the heat, remember, 149 days from now, you'll be freezing your ass off. All right. So, hmm. <coughs> All right. So, uh, who else can I share this with? Um, Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see here. Mm. All right. There. All right. There we go. To all the people. Now, before we get going, I want to say this is not spam. Um, it is, it is, oh yeah, five days till Ian's birthday, right on. Um, this is not spam. The audio version of this podcast will go out later on uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your audio, you listen to your audio podcast. Spotify, uh, iTunes, wherever. So we're not spam, but we go out, the audio version will go out. Yeah, Christmas is in five months. Yeah, there you go. Um, mm. Mm. <clears throat> so, mm. all right. I want to say hi to everybody in the Sarnia groups, the Port Elgin groups. Um, Sarnia rocks. What's up, Sarnia? Stokes Inland, Lizard's Bar. I love pop culture. All the Van Halen groups, the James Bond groups, the Pierce Brosnan groups. Def Leppard groups. Um, we'll talk about Def Leppard later on. Um, the Star Wars groups. We're going to talk about a vintage board game later on. So, yeah. Um, dig in, stay. Um, feel free to, like, comment um, on the board. Say hi. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. <coughs> mm. So, all right. And... All right. Mm, okay. So, 
<laughs> All right, bongo solo. All right, so now we get started with our okay, the Remington Steel, season four and five. Here we go. All right, here's our here's season four and five. Um, it in uh, our cast for season four and five. There we go. All right, so mm, Remington. Uh, Alright, so. Mm. Alright. So anyways, yeah. There we are. Uh, now, season four so, uh, was be, what started September 24th, 1985. Concluded May 10th, 1986. So, now, the season four cast consisted of Pierce Brosnan and Remington Steele. Stephanie Zimbalist as Laura Holt, Doris Roberts as Mildred Kreds. Now, in season four, the uh, this is the final full season of Remington Steel. In the two-part season opener, Mildred Krebs finds out about Steel's uh, secret uh, secret, his true identity. It changes their relationship. Now, NBC debuts the fourth season of the fall on the fall schedule, 1985-86 fall schedule, Tuesday night, 11. PM or no 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Now their competition in, in that time slot, ABC had Spencer for Hire, and CBS had The Equalizer. So uh, with Edward Woodward. So anyways, uh, yeah. So and like I said, ABC had Spencer for Hire and a one season wonder, Our Family Honor. Now season four goes over the whole. It does the whole. Steel themed episode with their titles, episode titles like um, Steel, Steel Blushing, Grappling Steel, Forged in Steel, Steel Someday, Part 1 and 2, uh, Premium Steel, Coffee, Tea, or Steel, Forged Steel, Premium Steel, or oh, we'll, oops, repeat that, Steel in the Air, Steel Ink, Steel, hmm. Suburban Steel, Steel Spawning, Steel Blue Yonder, Steel in the Spotlight, uh, Big Borrow Steel, Steel Alive and Kicking, and the season finale, Bonds of Steel. Now, in Bonds and Steel, uh, Bonds of Steel, Lauren, Laura and uh, Remington fake a phony marriage. This was, their, this was the show's attempt and NBC's attempt at boosting the ratings at the end of the 1985-86 season. But... NBC canceled it, um, Remington Steel, even though it was winning in, in its own time slot. So uh, it was dropped from the for the TV show Hunter. So I mean, yeah, it was dropped for Hunter, on, which aired on Friday nights. So um, so, anyways. Um, now, but two months later, NBC reversed their decision because of fan support. Uh, fans wrote in say, saying that, you know, save, save Remington Steel. So NBC reversed their decision. Um, but, you know, um, because it was a huge rating spike for Remington Steel in the summer of 1986. So now... You know, this didn't sit well with the, most of the cast members, uh, especially Pierce Brosnan. Um, 
like uh, Stephanie Zimblis and Pierce Brosnan, especially Brosnan. Stephanie Zimblis had film, film offers, film roles coming her way, and Pierce Brosnan, well, you can guess he was set to, uh, set to play to be the new James Bond, taking over the role from uh, um, Roger Moore. Now, he could have starred in The Living Daylights, but, but, now, something called contractual obligation here, kids. Um, now, he was ready to take the 007 role, take it over from Roger Moore. Um, last minute, NBC said, oh, we're renewing Remington Steel for season five, so, uh-oh, so there goes Brosnan's uh, chance. He, he was pissed. To say he was pissed was, but he was under contract, so what could you do? So, the Living Daylights role, it went to Mr. Timothy Dalton. So, anyways, um, all right. Um, now, it was the Bond-Brosnan publicity. It was because of that the ratings for Remington Seal spiked. So, but, yeah, and it continued on into Season 5. So, Season 5, um, it, was, it wasn't a full season. Um, it was like a short season. NBC didn't order a full 22 episodes. Instead, six episodes, and they were filmed on location in Mexico, London, and Ireland. Jack Scalia was the new cast member. Tony Roselli as a new love interest for Laura Holt. But season five ties up the loose ends in the series. Uh, Daniel Chalmers reveals himself to be Steele's real father. And Remington Steele and Laura Holt settled their marriage. So, it, uh, and they got great ratings too. So, yeah, so this, it, Remington Steele comes to the end in 1987. Um, Pierce Brosnan wasn't, ha wasn't a happy camper. So, um, he had to wait a couple of, wait some time before he could take over the role. So, anyways, um, all right, and I uh, posted like uh, several. Mm. All right, I gotta take a. There. Mm. All right. Mm. And I posted several clips from Remington Steel season four and five, uh, um, along with like uh, bloopers on my Facebook page and the blogcast page. So. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So, oh yeah. Mm. 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 All right. <clears throat> Random bongo solos there for everybody that wanted it. Um, All right. So, where else can I? Uh, mm. All right. So. Hmm. Hmm. sending that so all right um yeah hmm. okay so anywho uh let's see what else here hmm. all right hmm. <coughs> all 
Alright, so anyways, yeah. Um, Alright. There we are. So anyways, like I said, I want to say that this uh, blogcast will go out later on in its audio version. Um, we're not spam. Um, you can hear this uh, later on on Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker Audio, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. It'll go out later on tonight. So look for us on Spotify, like us, follow us. Want to say hi to everybody. Give everybody in the craft beer groups, the Sarnia groups, the Port Elgin groups, um, the pop culture groups, the Bond groups, the hair metal groups, Death Leopard groups, Star Wars groups. We're going to have a good time tonight. Um, and yeah, craft beer groups, because tonight's beer is called Maricopa. It is a... New Zealand Pilsner by Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario, Canada. So, anyways, yeah. And so far, so good. Because if anybody was watching from Red Barn, mm, it's a good beer so far. I'd peg it as a, as a great summer beer. So, um, mm, real crisp, clean, dry ale. Oh, yeah, and uh, everybody in the pro wrestling groups, too. So, all right. Mm. Mm. <coughs> mm. Okay. So anyway, and in the Van Halen groups too, because we'll do this week in Van Halen history shortly. So anyways, I got Goldeneye in here. Um, it is from the Pierce Brosnan collection. So, uh, yeah. So feel free to share this with any... Uh, um, We've got, this is the, this is his first, okay, yeah. GoldenEye is, uh, is uh, Pierce Brosnan's first move, Bond movie. Now, GoldenEye was released no November 17th, 1995. Um, now, the cast, Pierce Brosnan is 007 James Bond. Sean Bean is 006 Alec Trevanian. Uh, Isabella Scarupo is Natalia Simonieva. Uh, Famke Jansen is Bond, well, Couple of Bond girls in this. Exena on a top. I know. Ooh. Um, Joe Don Baker as uh, Jack Wade, a CIA agent. Robbie Coltrane as Valentin Zukowski, a Russian gangster. Desmond Llewellyn re reprises his role um, as Q, the gadget guy, head of like head of the gadget department at MI6, which uh, supplies Bond with his gadgets and cars. Samantha Bond takes over the role of Miss Moneypenny, and Judy Dench takes over the role of M, the first female uh, head of MI6. So, basically the premise of GoldenEye, now, in 1986, Bond and Agent 006 Alec uh, break into a Soviet chemical weapons plant and set up explosives. Uh, they set up the charges. Uh, Bond is, or 006 is shot first, but Bond's, Bond escapes the plant as it explodes. Nine years later, a criminal organization called Janus uh, steals a prototype Eurocopter Tiger that can withstand electron uh, magnetic pulses. Uh, Bond witnesses this. Uh, Janus uses the copter to steal the GoldenEye satellite weapons control disks, then using the GoldenEye destroy the complex. But then, uh, but there are two survivors, Boris Grichenko and Natalie Simonia. So Bond travels to Russia. He's tasked with like investigating the, the, um, with the attacks. Uh, he locates Natalia. He learns that 006 has faked his own death. Um, 
and was the head of the criminal organization Janus. Now, Natalia and Bond travel to Cuba tracking uh, 006 who plans to steal money from the Bank of England using GoldenEye to uh, erase the financial records and destroy Britain's economy. Uh-oh. So, now, Bond and Natalia destroy the satellite facility and kill Agent 006 Trevelyan. Trevelyan. So, all right. Now, GoldenEye is the 17th James Bond film, and this is Pierce Brosnan's first Bond film. Go, uh, the Bond franchise was on a six-year hiatus. Now, Brosnan takes over the role from Timothy Dalton. Um, now, Timothy Dalton quit after License to Kill, uh, quit after The Living Daylights. Nobody knew who was going to take over the role. Brosnan couldn't contractually take it over, not yet. Um, now, like I said, Judy Dench stars as um, the first female head of MI6, M, replacing Robert Brown. Uh, Miss Moneypenny is recast from actor Samantha, actress Samantha Bond takes that over. Um, Q, uh, Desmond Llewellyn reprises his role, um, and the theme song. Finally, we get a decent, like, uh, for the, in this period, like, uh, a decent theme song, a Tina Turner GoldenEye. Um, cool video and theme song. So, he doesn't do too bad in his first outing as, like, uh, James Bond. Um, as you see, like, I've got the, uh, the, the collection here on the back, uh, GoldenEye, Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, and Die Another Day. And so, now, yeah, uh, like I said, the budget was $60 million. The, it took in a box office of over $350 million. so, good, and it was like, uh, I, I've got it on right now, it's like a really great, uh, first outing for, like, uh, for, for Pierce Brosnan and James Bond. So, there you go. Um, <clears throat> so, right on. Um, the man. Pierce Brosnan is James Bond. So, okay. Alright. Mm. I think I need another drink here. So, mm. Mm. <coughs> So, anyways... Tonight's beer, and I'm chasing it down with like Crown Royal Vanilla. Um, wow. So, and it's really good. Mm. Oh, yeah. Tonight's beer is called Maricopa. It's a New Zealand uh, Pilsner by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario, Canada. And I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blog cast. So, so far, um, I'm going to top that up, top that puppy up. Um, and I usually, when I go to a brewery, I collect their glasses. I get their goblet glasses. So, as you can see with, like, the, the Canvas Brewery. Um, hmm. <coughs> no. Hmm. All right. Yeah. It's like, it's got a crisp, uh, terse, terse, stern, um, dry taste to it. It's not, it, it's a summer beer. I'll give you that. Give people that. I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, I've got a backup beer here. Oh, mmm. Mmm. Damn. This keeps going out on me. Ah.
All right. So, all right. So, if you're listening, if you're watching this podcast, feel free to blogcast. Feel free to share it on Facebook. So, um, what else? Who else can I share this with? Uh, all right. Mm. Okay. So. Hmm. All right. So, anyways, yeah. Feel free to share this broadcast with anybody, like uh, in any group on Facebook. Um, you know, we're not spam. We go out. Uh, the, the the audio version of this will go out later on Spotify, um, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, um, and wherever you listen to your podcast. So, all right. Um, mm. Mm. <coughs> oh yeah. Mm. Nice, nice Cuban cigar here. Um, now, and I want to give a shout out to everybody watching the Port Elgin groups, Sarnia groups, um, Inland, Lizard's Bar and Grill, the pop culture groups, the Van Halen groups, Van Halen Craft Beer, Def Leppard, uh, James Bond, um, and yeah, Star Wars groups, and the pro wrestling groups too, because we're going to honor Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. Hmm. Hmm. So, and I posted several trailers of GoldenEye um, and several go- and, and a few clips from the movie on the blogcast page and my uh, Facebook page. So feel free to check them out. Really badass stuff there. So, all right. Woo. Mm. Random bongo solo there for everybody. All right. So now we get to our... our uh, our classic guitar duo here. You know anybody who's like you know who these these people are, uh, Steve Clark and Phil Collin of Def Leppard. Now, all right, I'll hold this up. You know, all right. So, Phil Collin first off joined Def Leppard in 1982. Uh, now, he replaced original guitarist Pete Willis. Um, now. Phil got his first guitar at his 16th birthday, Red Gibson SG. Phil Collin, he started partnering with with, uh, Jackson Guitars in 1989 to design a style that would suit him. So, now, his live rig with Def Leppard, uh, it has Jackson PCI guitars equipped with DiMarzio pickups, uh, DiMarzio pickups and Floyd Rose tremolo unit and sustainer Fender acoustics and uh, Diadio strings. Now, it's essential, Def Leppard, uh, with Phil Collins and Steve Clark, Pyromania, released in 1983. Check out Rock, Rock Till You Drop, Rock of Ages, Foolin', Photograph. Um, 1987's Hysteria, which we'll get to shortly. Um, now, <clears throat> Armageddon It, uh, Pour Some Sugar On Me, Rocket, Animal. And the final... Uh, Album, Def Leppard album that features these Phil Collin and Steve Clark would be 1992's Adrenalize. So now Steve Clark joined Def Leppard in 1978. His main guitars are his main guitars were Gibson guitars and Fender, Fender Stratocasters. Um, sadly, Steve Clark passed away on Tuesday, January 8, 1991. Vivian Campbell replaced him and joined Def Leppard in 1992. So 
when they were a team, Phil and Steve would like swap rhythm and lead guitar parts. Steve was a classically trained musician. Uh, Steve demoed a few guitar riffs that would and wrote lyrics that would end up on Adrenalized. So, um, and I posted like uh, on the blogcast page and my Facebook page. Um, Phil Collins rig and setup, and the late Steve uh, Clark's uh, guitars. So, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, all right. There we go. Again, the Phil Collins and Steve Clark classic guitar duo of Def Leppard. And so, all right. All right, people. Mm. Ooh. Another random bongo solo. So, anywho, mm, I want to say hi to people watching in all the Def Leppard groups. Um, catching us in all the Def Leppard groups, Sarnia, Port Elgin, um, Future Pastimes, all the cigar groups, Van Halen, Craft Beer, James Bond, Def Leppard, uh, pro wrestling groups. So, and this is, uh, we're not spam, we go out later on. On uh, Spotify, the audio version of this blogcast will go out later on Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts. So, um, yeah, so enjoy us. Click on the, all right, click on the screen. Mm. Mm. <coughs> all right, so, oh yeah, got another one just ready to go. If, all right. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> so now we get to our, oh yeah, yeah, like I said, I posted Steve Clark's and Phil Collins' guitar rigs on, uh, on my face, the videos of their, their guitar setup and rigs, uh, on my blogcast page and the Facebook page. So, all right. So let's see here. What can we, mm. Mm. All right. So, hmm. all right, give me for a minute here. All right. all right. So, and there we go. All about Sarnia. We love pro wrestling. All right. All right, there we go. All right. And yeah, so everybody in the Van Halen group. But now we've got, we have, it's time for our classic album of the night. It is Def Leppard's Hysteria, released August 3rd, 1987, recorded partly up in uh, North Holland, it was recorded in three places, North Holland, Netherlands, Dublin, Ireland, and Paris, France. So, Def Leppard, okay, Hysteria is Def Leppard's fourth uh, studio album. So, we get to the band, like, um, the band for, for uh, um, Hysteria, Joe Elliott on lead guitar, or no, lead singer, uh, Steve Clark on guitars, Phil Collin on guitars, Rick Allen on drums, Rick Savage on bass, the songs, we'll get to the songs, side one, women, 
Rocket, number two, three, animal, four, love bites, five, pour some sugar on me, um, arm, uh, six, Armageddon it, side two, number seven, the gods of war, number eight, don't shoot shotgun, number nine, run riot, number ten, hysteria, number eleven, excitable, number twelve, love and affection. Now, the producer on this was Robert John Mutt Lang. Now, um, by now, okay, what do we got here? All right. Um, all right. So, if you, more everybody at this point would know if you're a rock fan and you read the liner notes and all that, you know who Robert John, you know who Mutt Lang is. He's virtually the sixth member of Def Leppard. Lang's a super producer. He's worked with ACDC. He's produced like ACDC's Highway to Hell and Back in Black, uh, The Cars, Foreigner, Brian Adams, Nickelback. Oh, yeah. And some lady called Shania Twain. So, ex-wife Shania Twain. So, now, Def Leppard, or, okay, Hysteria is the follow-up to Def Leppard's 1983 album, Pyromania. This took over three years to write, record, and produce. Now, all right. So, reasons for the delay of this album, Mutt Lang took a long break. He was exhausted from a three-year grueling schedule. Uh, producing out uh, he, he's a busy guy Mutt Lang um, he a guy like him if you're in a band and you want him he take he's booked years in advance that's how busy he is um, they Def Leppard hired uh, meatloaf songwriter Jim Steinman uh, and the band tried to work together with him but there's both their styles clashed and Stra Steinman was gone uh, the band tried to work with engineer Nigel Green they tried to produce the album there themselves, but no success. They said, fuck it, you know what, let's just wait for Mutt. Um, it, he's worth waiting for. Rick Allen, uh, December 31st, 1984, lost his left arm when a Corvette flipped on a county road. And uh, you know the story. If you're a Def Leppard fan, you know the story of how Rick Allen lost his arm and what... and. Um, and what he had to do is his long road back to recovery, um, and the band waited for him. And so that, that's a band. So <coughs> um, the band supported Alan, and he had a custom drum kit uh, made for him. Now, Mutt has his own car accident in 1985, but he quickly recovers a year later. Um, final recording sessions ended in April of 1987. Um, now... Um, management and head of the record label, uh, do, 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 do. head of the record label, who's the, re okay, all right, so, dun, 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 dun. there we go, inner cover here, they even wrote a story, so anyways, this was the most expensive album ever made, and it had to sell a million, uh, a minimum of five million copies just to break even. So it's release, upon its release, you know, Hysteria tops the British charts uh, during its first week, but enters the US charts at number 80. So, um, and out of the 12 tracks, seven songs were released as singles. So Mutt Lang and the band said, like, you know, oh, well, hold on here. All right. Mutt Lang and the band said, hey, why can't we release, why can't we do what Michael Jackson did on Thriller and release all the songs as singles? So, 
they did that. They took a vote. Uh, 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 reportedly took a vote on what would be like uh, released as singles on, on here. So the first out, first single, Animal. That was a top ten in both the U.S. and U. in the U.K., U.S. and, Ch and Canada. Women. That was a top ten single in the U.S. and Canada. Pour some sugar on me. That went to number one in the Billboard 200 chart. Hysteria also went to number one. Armageddon It also was a top ten single. Um, Love Bites hit number one in the U.S. and Britain. And Rocket, um, their final single from the album, hit the top ten in both the U.S. and the U.K. So, but, but there's no filler on here. They're all really great songs. So, now Hysteria, it would go on to number one in the U.S. and U.K. album charts. And to date has sold probably over 12 million copies. And it, it still sells. It really still... It's like that ACDC, it's like ACDC's uh, Back in Black. It's still selling to this day. So, now, of course, they went on tour. Um, U.S. tour, like, that started in January of 88. Um, Richmond, Virginia, February 19th, 1988. Now, they went on a European tour in March of 88. Um, May of 88, they head over to Japan and then back to the U.S. and Canada. Ending June 23rd in Vancouver, BC, they they did a new another U.S. leg of the uh, of the Hysteria tour, June of '88 to October of '88. Now, this was their longest album. It's under 63 minutes long overall. Hysteria, like I said, cost Def Leppard nearly five million dollars to make, nearly over three years. Holy shit, that's expensive. Now, it. Uh, Cover art was by the artist Satori, with assistance by legendary photographer Ross Halfling. Um Now, sadly, this would be Steve Clark's last um, last album with Def Leppard. Anybody, you know the story of how um, any any Def Leppard fan knows the story of how uh, of, of Steve Clark who passed away. Um, January 8th, 1991. This would be his final, like, uh, Def Leppard album with, with the band. So, and yeah. So, classic album, Def Leppard Hysteria. Mm. All right. So, mm, all right. So, all right. I got to get, all right. I'm thirsty. So, mm. Mm. All right, and tonight, all right, I'm thirsty. So, anyways, I'm got a crap beer, but I'm chasing it down with vanilla, Crown Royal vanilla. Um, pretty, oh yeah, pretty good. So, mm. oh yeah, tonight's crap beer is called Maricopa. It is a New England pilsner by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario, Canada. So, um. And I gotta say, mm, it is, it's not a, it's a crisp, clean, dry, serious beer. Um, it, 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 it's not that bad. I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the broadcast. It's definitely a summer beer. Um, you can take it to the beach, the barbecue. Mm. So, anyways, yeah. Mmm. 
Very good. Very good. Mm. <coughs> and like I said, I'd like give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. So, yeah. And if you like this blogcast, feel free to share it in any group you want to. Um, and the audio, we're not spam. Alright, checking out here. Alright. So, checking it out. Um, it, uh, if you like this blogcast, the audio version will go out later on on Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, right on. Um, mm. Mm. <coughs> and I want to give a big shout out to everybody watching in the Port Elgin groups, the Sarnia groups. Port Elgin, pop culture groups, cigar, craft beer, Van Halen, pro wrestling, James Bond, um, Def Leppard, Star Wars, hockey groups. Um, yeah, we got you covered for tonight. So, all right. Mm. <coughs> it, it is episode 189 of Big Jim Blogcast Live version 3.0. It is Sunday night, July 25th, 2021. Thank you for ending your weekend with me. Um, we're not done. We got, like, uh, lots to cover here. So, all right. And uh, one of my most favorite times here. Mm. Mm. First off, hold on here. All right. All right, and now, for you Van Halen fans. It is time for this week in Van Halen history. So here we go. Uh, July 12, 1975, Edward Van Halen is a guest musician at the wedding of friends Dave and Monica Kirk. Uh, mm. July 12, 1980, Van Halen played the uh, Allen County War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Indiana. July 12, 1991, David Lee Roth plays the fairgrounds in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, July 13, 1978, Van Halen opens for the Stones of the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. July 13, 1988, David Lee Roth plays Madison Square Garden in New York, New York. Um, July 13, 2006, David Lee Roth appears on Late Night with Conan O'Brien to promote the Bluegrass album, Strongman with the Devil. July 14, 1979, Van Halen plays the Civic Coliseum in Amarillo, Texas. July 14, 1981, Van Halen plays the Civic Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. July 14, 1984, Van Halen plays the Reunion Arena in Dallas, Texas. July 14, 1993, Van Halen plays the Jones Beach Amphitheater in Wontaw, New York. July 15, 1978, Van Halen plays the Summer Jam at Royal Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, July 15, 1988, Van Halen, David Lee Roth, he releases the album Skyscraper. There you go. Right on. Um, <laughs> Van Halen, uh, uh, July 15, 1995, Van Halen played the Garden States Arts Center in Homedale, New Jersey. July 16, 1982, Van Halen sells out the Coliseum. 11,500 people at the Coliseum, Greensboro, North Carolina. July 16, 1991, David Lee Roth plays Deer Creek Music Center in Noblesville, Indiana. July 16, 1991, Eddie Van Halen attends the MTV Music Video Nominations Party at Tulips Restaurant 
in West Hollywood, California. Um, July 17th, 1979, Van Halen plays the Convention Center in San Antonio, Texas. July 17th, 1980, Van Halen plays the Treasure Island Gardens in London, Ontario, Canada. July 18th, 1981, Van Halen plays the Nassau Coliseum in Uniondale, New York. July 18th, 1981, Van Halen, or no, sorry, July 18th, 1993, Van Halen played the Meriwether Pavilion in Columbus, Columbia, Maryland. Uh, July 19th, 1979, Van Halen played the Century Convention Center in Wichita, Kansas. July 19th, 1995, Van Halen plays the Deer Creek Amphitheater in Noblesville, Indiana. July 20th, 1981, Van Halen plays the Spectrum in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. July 21st, 1979, Van Halen plays the Civic Center <coughs> in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. July 21st, 1991, David Lee Roth plays the World Music Theater in Tinley Park, Illinois. Um, July 22nd, 1982, Van Halen plays the Jefferson Civic Center in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. July 22nd, 1978, Van Halen plays Deer Creek uh, Music Center in Nellsville, Indiana. July 22nd, 2004, Van Halen played the XL Synergy Center in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. July 23, 1993, Van Halen plays the Lakewood Amphitheater in Atlanta, Georgia. July 24, 1988, Van Halen, David Lee Roth plays the Myriad Center in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. July 25, 1980, Van Halen plays the Boston Gardens in Massachusetts. July 25, 1993, Van Halen played the Deer Creek Music Center in Noblesville, Indiana. So, all right. And that is this week in Van Halen history. So, what did I... Ah... Best of both worlds. Okay. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Hmm. Alright. So, yeah. There we go. And that's all for this week in Van Halen history. Alright. So, yeah. Okay. So, if you love Van Halen, catch us up to date on the... Uh, Alright. Hmm. All right. So anyways, my cigar keeps going out. So, all right. Mm. Mm. <coughs> all right. So, yeah, if you like this broadcast, feel free to share it um, with any group on Facebook. So, um, mm. Mm. <coughs> So anyway, before we get to our hockey card hero, this podcast is not spam. I want to reiterate that. It goes out later live, the audio version, on Spotify, Radio Public, iTunes, wherever you listen to your uh, podcast. So enjoy. I give shouts out to the people watching the uh, Sarnia groups, Port Elgin groups, the Star Wars groups, Def Leppard, Van Halen, Cigar, Craft Beer, Pro Wrestling, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan, and the Classic TV groups. So cheers, everyone. And, uh, yeah, tonight's beer, but first I'm chasing it down with Crown Royal Vanilla. Um, all right, that is like, oh, yeah, add a pinch to that. Um, all right, and uh, this is really good. Mm. All right, and tonight's beer is called Maricopa. It is a New, Eng New England New Zealand Pilsner, and is by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario, Canada. So, 
Um, and yeah, I've got a spare one there. I, oh, what do we got here? So, all right. Mm. So anyways, yeah, this is a really good beer. Mm. It is a summer beer. I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. So, um, mm. yeah, crisp, clean, dry. You can take it to a barbecue, a baseball game. You can take it to the beach. So, Red Barn Brewing Company. Ah, mm. Yeah. So, anyways, now we get to our... Uh, Mm. Oh, oh, by the way, yeah, Hysteria. I posted several videos, pour some sugar on me. Um, mm. Pour some sugar on me, uh, Armageddon it, um, Rocket, Hysteria. Post those singles on my like on the Facebook page and Big Jim Blogcast Live page. So check it out, anyways. So, anyways, now we get to our hockey card hero. There we go. And I posted several highlights of uh, Casey Sazikas uh, on my on the blogcast page and my Facebook page. So here he is now. He was born. Casey is five foot eleven, two hundred pounds. Born February twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one. He's thirty years old. He was born in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Excuse me. Mm, what do we got here? All right. So. Um, now, his amateur career, he is drafted into the 2007 Ontario Hockey League draft by the Mississauga St. Michael Majors. Um, they selected Casey, first selection, third overall. So, OHL debut in the 2007-08 season. Um, he finishes 10th in rookie scoring with 41 points in 62 games. Now, his pro career... He was drafted into the 2009 NHL entry draft, selected by the New York Islanders as a fourth-round pick, 92nd overall. Um, returns to the uh, St. Michael's Majors for the 2009-10 uh, season. Casey would be the uh, team's captain for the 2010-11 season, would record 64 points, would lead the Majors to the championship series, but lost to the Owentown attack in seven games. Now... There we are. In the... Alright, there we go. So... Alright. There you go. You got a good look at the guy. Um, now, the 2011-2012 season, he is in the AHL, the American Hockey League with the Islanders um, minor team, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Uh, recalled by the Islanders during midseason and makes his NHL debut on February 24, 2012. He appears in 15 games with four assists. So in the 2012-2013 season, it's the NHL lockout. He Casey plays with the Sound Tigers. 21, he amasses 21 points in 31 games. The labor dispute was settled. And he was recalled to the Islanders. He scores his first NHL career goal against the Pittsburgh Penguins. He finishes the season with six goals and 15 points in 45 regular season games. So, June 2nd, 2016, he signs a new five-year contract to the Islanders. Um, April 15th, 2018, and May 24th, 2019, Casey wins the Bob Nystrom Award. Um, he's also a two-time gold medal award winner. Mm -hmm. One with, in the 2008 
um, no, sorry, wins the gold medal with like uh, in the 2008 World U17 Hockey Challenge. So there you go. And yeah, so Casey posted a career best plus minus during the 2016-17 season with, with his plus nine mark tying him for fourth among all Islander players. So there we are, Casey Sizik. Casey Sizikas was one of our hockey card heroes. There you go. So, all right. And I posted several of uh, Casey's highlights on the blogcast page and my page. So, and they should be for good because this guy's a real ass kicker. Uh, I think that's done. I'm going to relay another one. This one is a Cohiba from Cuba. So, all right. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> all right. There we go. New one here uh, for all you cigar lovers. Um, all right. So, mm -hmm. International. Mm. All right. So, there we are. Uh, now, before we get to Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, oh yeah. Mm. Mm. Random bongo solo there for everybody. Um, yeah, if you like this like uh, blogcast, feel free to share it on uh, Facebook um, in any group you want to. Um, now, the audio version of this blogcast will not spam. I want to reiterate that right away. Uh, the audio version of this blogcast will go out later on Spotify, Google Podcast, Podcast, or wherever you listen to your um, podcasts. Um, Mm. Mm. And I uh, want to give a shout out to everybody watching the Star Wars groups, Def Leppard, Van Halen, Cigar, Craft Beer, Pro Wrestling, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan, Classic TV, Port Elgin, Sarnia groups, um, pop culture groups, right on. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. And tonight's beer, it is called Mara... Oh. Maricopa, Maricopa is a New England Pilsner and is by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario, Canada. So, I got another one back here on the go. Um, it, uh, I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. It is very good. It is a summer beer. Um, you can take it to the ball game with you. The, uh, the beach uh, goes good in a barbecue. Uh, crisp, clean, and dry tasting. No, there's no aftertaste to it. Mm. All right. And I'm chasing it down with, like, uh, Crown Royal Vanilla. Oh, I got to say, this Crown Royal Vanilla is awesome. Mm. All right. It goes down smooth, too. Um uh, mm. Now we get to a true legend in pro wrestling. All right. So, just this... Mm. 
All right, so here we go. Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. Now, just this past, what was it, July, on Monday, July 12th, Mr. Orndorff passed away. Um, now, he's got had quite a career. Now, born October 29th, 1949 in Winchester, Virginia. He debuted, um, before he went to pro wrestling, he was in college football. He was in the University of Ta Tampa in the positions of tight end and fullback for four seasons. Now, he scores 21 career touchdowns and garnered uh, over 2,000 um, yards for his uh, career. But didn't uh, cut, from, cut from his team. Um, now, he was selected 12th round in the 1970 NFL draft by the New Orleans Saints, drafted as a fullback. He attended Chicago Bears training camp in 1974. Um, in 1975, an injury puts him out of, uh, out of pro football for good. So now he debuted in pro wrestling in 1976. He was trained by the legendary hero Matsuda, Jack Briscoe, and Bob Backlund. So now, like I said, he debuts 1976 in Mid-South Wrestling. Um, he also competes in its NWA territories, uh, Alabama, Georgia Championship Wrestling. He feuds with Jerry Lawler, Ernie Ladd. The future million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Dick Murdoch, Buzz Sawyer, Japanese legend Antonio Inoki, Larry Zbysko, and the future snake man, Jake Roberts. So, with that, when he was, like, in Mid-South and all that, he won, like, he's a, he was a two-time NWA Tri-State tri Champion. He was an NWA World Tag Team Champion with Jimmy Snuka, the, super, the, the future Jimmy Fly the super super the future superfly Jimmy Snuka, he was an NWA South East Tag Team Champion, and he won the NWA North American title. Now, 1983, obviously Vinnie Mac, Vince McMahon, come and the WWE come calling. He uh, starts with the WWE in November of 1983. He has memorable feuds with uh, on and off feuds with Hulk Hogan, Mr. T. Managed off and on by Roddy Piper, who gave him the nickname Mr. Wonderful. Now he would later feud with both um, with Cowboy Bob Orton. Now he has, like I said, he's on again, off again friendship feuds with Hulk Hogan and Bobby Heenan. He fired Bobby Heenan twice as a manager. Uh, Heenan put a fifty thousand dollar bounty on Paul Orndorff. Roddy Piper tried to claim the bounty in a series of grueling matches, deadly matches. Now, it was during his big money high profile feud with Hulk Hogan that Orndorff. Hmm, all right, well, we got, what do we got? There we go. We're back. Okay. All right. We're back. All right. So, anyways, before, like I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Now, it was during this um, high-profile big money feud with Hulk Hogan that Orndorff injured his right arm in a weightlifting accident. He didn't want to take time off to fix his injury, but when the feud ended, he took a leave of absence um, to recover from the injury, get surgery from it. Now, he returned in 1987. He teamed, uh, teaming in tag teams. He feuded with Rick Rude. Uh, 
He appeared in the first Survivor Series uh, pay-per-view, teaming with Hulk Hogan, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Ken Patera and Don Morocco against Andre the Giant, the one-man gang, King Kong Bundy, Rick Rude, and Butch Reed. Unfortunately, he was eliminated by Rude. Now, his final match against Rude was January 4th, 1988. Um, now, 1988, he goes into retirement, semi-retirement. His arm injury was bothering. He runs a his arm injury was bothering him. Runs a bowling alley. Re, re, during this time, during his time off, he really establishes. He gets his physique back. He works out like a madman. But his right arm is noticeably smaller because of the neck injury and muscle atrophy. So um, <clears throat> now, 1990 debuts in World Championship Wrestling. June of 1990 appears at the Great American Bash. And the Clash of the Champion, he feuds with Arn Anderson over the WCW TV title. And he feuds with, like, Mean Mark Kaus, who today is known as The Undertaker, um, in a series of matches. Multiple feuds. Final WCW match, uh, August 26th. He teamed with JYD, Junkyard Dog, teaming against the WCW Tag Team Champions at the time, Doc Doom. So, um... Now, for 1990-93, he starts headlining for the UWF, the Universal Wrestling Federation. That's Herb Abrams, um, short-lived Universal Wrestling Federation. He feuds with Steve Williams, Bob Orton Jr. He wins the UWF Southern Stage Championship. He defeats Colonel De Beers in, a UWF, in, U, in the UWF's only pay-per-view beach brawl in a strap match. Now, he leaves... In 1993, he, has to, he vacates the title. Um, 1992, like, he joins Smoky Mountain Wrestling for a cup of coffee. He feuds with, like, Hector Guerrero and Brian Lee. He does nothing of note in that. Um, 1992, he re returns to WCW. Um, his most memorable feuds there were with Cactus Jack. You know him today as Mick Foley. Ron Simmons, Chris Benoit, Dustin Rhodes, Marcus Bagwell. He wins only his... He wins. He's a one-time WCW TV championship uh, holder. Uh, he wins that in a 16-man tournament. He defends it against Max Payne, Shane Douglas, Johnny B. Bad, but loses against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at WCW's Clash of the Champions. Now, he's a three-time WCW tag team champion. He gets into tag teams. Um, once with Jimmy Snuka. Two times with Paul Roman, they call themselves pretty wonderful. Feuds with the Stars and Stripes, like Marcus Bagwell and, and the Patriot. Uh, the Nasty Boys, Kevin and Dave Sullivan. He feuds with Brian Pillman, the Renegade, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, Arn Ric Flair pile-drived him on a concrete floor. Now, he was out with the injury, storyline injury, but in reality, Orndorff had to retire because now his whole right side of his body was starting to shrink because of shrink a trophy because of the uh, because of the injury he suffered at back when he was feuding with Hulk Hogan, and it was getting really noticeable. So he moved on. He worked for a time as a uh, trainer and a road agent for WCW, and started running the WCW Power Plant, uh, teaming with like. Training like uh, wrestler, wrestlers. Um, now, April 2nd, 
2005, he's inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, um, Mr. Orndorff passed away this past Monday, June 12, 2021, at age 71. So, cheers to you, Mr. Orndorff. Uh, cheers wherever you may be right now. Mm. All right. So, yeah, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. So, there we go. There we are. The, the legendary Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. So, and I posted um, several matches of his, several promos of his on, on the blogcast page and my Facebook page. Um, I check him out. One, like, a couple of matches of his, a couple of promos of his. Um, a really great physique. So, yeah. All right. Mm. Okay. So, all right, people. Mm. Mm. All right. So I want to reiterate. Um, tonight I'm chasing it. I've got like uh, tonight's beer is called Maricopa by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blino, Ontario, Canada. I'll give it a rating out of ten later on in the blogcast, but it's a really great beer. Um, I've got another one. Oh, well, hold on here. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I've got a backup beer here. Oh, mm. all right. Oh, are you? And it's a really good beer. Mm. Um, I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. Um, now, it uh, it's a summer beer. You can drink it, barbecues, baseball games, take it to the beach. Um, I give it a rating out of 10. So, so far, so good. Like I said, cream, it's a clean, dry, crisp-tasting beer. So... And it does go good with barbecues, so, mm. Mm. <clears throat> So anyways, um, now, oh yeah, now this broadcast is not spam. We go out later on, the audio version, uh, on Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, and feel free to share this broadcast with anybody on Facebook, so, um, and I want to say hi to the people watching in the... Give a shout out to the people watching the Star Wars groups, Def Leppard, Van Halen, Cigar, Craft Beer, Pro Wrestling, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan, Port Elgin, Sarnia, pop culture groups. So, Sarnia rocks. We, you gotta love Sarnia. Stokes Inland, Lizard's Bar, Brown Foundation, Port Elgin rocks, North Shore Neighborhood, Port Elgin Beach Casino. Um, hmm. All right. So, hmm. I found, oh wait, uh, hmm. boom, alright, random bongo solo there, now I found this game, alright, so, anyways, um, I found, okay, 
I found this game, or no, vintage game on Facebook Marketplace earlier this week, and decided to get it. It is the Star Wars uh, Escape from the Death Star game. So, Kenner, it looks vintage, doesn't it? It's got, but uh, it doesn't come, it, hello, it doesn't come with like the, the uh, it's exclusive, Grandma Far Tarkin figure, but it doesn't include that. So, anyways, it's an old school Star Wars game, uh, board game, Escape from the Death Star. You, we, we've got like uh, fresh-faced Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, R2-D2, C-3PO, and, and a mean-looking stormtrooper. So, anyways, uh, now, premise of this game is to to print Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Chewbacca are trapped in the Death Star trash compactor. It's your challenge to help them escape to the freedom of the Rebel base. R2-D2 spins out your moves, but you decide which passageways to follow. The safe way is the long way, and time is running out. You must turn off the tractor beam and pick up a series of secret plans. Will you take shortcuts at risk encounters with the Force? If You will if you're daring, and you could be the first to board the Millennium Falcon, Fight your way through TIE Fighters and reach the Rebel base to win. So, alright. So here's the, the whole setup. Now, alright. Here is the spin. Alright. Mm. Here's the R2-D, R2-D2 spin thing. There we go. To, uh, okay. Um, and the game takes two to four players, ages eight and up. So, and here's the whole board game. So, there we go. Um, I'll show you the whole board game here. you got to start out. Start out at the trash compactor. Spin R2-D2. Uh, you've got the detention block. You've got the tractor beam. You've got the control room. Um, you got to make your way to the Millennium Falcon. And then go to the Rebel base. So, all right. Um... What else have we got here? Mm. We've got our Star Wars cards. Win a duel with Darth Vader. Move ahead three. Your blaster misfires. Move back. Move back three. Fire blocks your way. Move back two. Uh, you find Stormtrooper's outfit to disguise yourself. Move ahead four. The Force is with you. Escape from detention block. So, blast a barrier with a blaster. Move ahead two. Luke and Leia need help. Move your Han and Chewie to join them. Captured by Imperial Stormtroopers. Go to the detention block. Outwit Grand Marfin, or Outwit Grand Moff Tarkin, spin again. There's a, there's a card there, one there. Um, there's like Ben Kenobi. Uh-oh, Stormtroopers in a corridor, lose a turn. And then R2-D2 and C-3PO show you a shortcut. Move the control room. So... Alright, so anyways, and we've got 
each player selects their. We've got Luke and Leia for one for tokens. Another Luke and Leia. The, another Luke and Leia. Another Han Solo and Chewbacca. And then there's another Luke and Leia. So in all, you've got like 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 I said, two to four players can play this game. So um, there we go. So all right, use there's the board, the whole board right there. There's your uh, win. There's your R two. Like you. Uh, uh-oh, we win, move ahead one, and then we lose, go back three. So, all right. So, anyways, yeah. I thought I thought this was a vintage game, but it does have the Disney logo on it and on the back here. So, all right. So, there's your Star Wars. It's a good... I, I used to play this game when I was a kid. I thought I'd never see one of these again. So... Um, all right. There you go. You've got your Star Wars Escape from the Death Star game. Your, uh, your player. There we go. So, different colors. So, you can move ahead on the board and move back. You've got your, like, uh, R2-D2 spin player move ahead player move back thing all right and the jet and the whole board game there so starting from the trash compactor there we go there's like a little you know there we all right so all right what do we got here so all right um so anyways yeah now, and uh, yeah, so there's there's the instructions. Basically, you know, anybody who's played this game knows what to do. So you've got your uh, spinner, your force cards, your tractor beam cards, your Death Star blueprint card, your token, playing tokens. Um, so same premise as the movie, remove the tractor beam. Um, yeah, move towards the... Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon is only safe space on board. If the tokens get sent back from hyperspace, yada, yada, yada. So dogfights. Exact count whereby winning the last dogfight wins. So there you go. Um, all right. Mm. Okay. So. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Mm. All right, and this is like a Cohiba Cuba cigar. So, all right. So I want to give you guys an inspirational, motivational quote. Uh, actions prove who somebody is. Words just prove. Actions prove who someone is. Words just prove who they want to be, and that's by unknown. And I'll repeat that. Hold on here. Oh, what do we got here? All right. Okay. There we are. All right. 
Mm. <coughs> so yeah. Mm. Actions prove who someone is. Words just prove who they want to be, and that's by unknown. So yeah. Um, now. Hmm. <coughs> this past Wednesday, got my uh, final COVID shot. Pretty much grounded me for the rest of the week. Um, get your, sh you know what, fully vaccinated, right on. So, wasn't a picnic. It was actually my arm numbed up, swelled. You know, um, spent a couple of days at home. Um, you know, couldn't pretty much do anything. But today I worked out with. Today, over the weekend, the pain subsided. So. And it went back to normal. So, yeah. And earlier in the broadcast, I told you guys about the Canvas Brewing Company in uh, in Muskoka, or Huntsville. So, and the, the experience with the glass, you know, glass, with my glass shattering. So, hey, um, it, uh, their one beer was crappy, but uh, I did try couple of other their beers and they're you know can't judge a uh a craft brewery on one beer alone so anyways yeah so if you're up in the Huntsville Muskoka area and you get one of these glasses be careful with it because it could split in half luckily my no glass shards I wasn't injured um the staff which is a great staff nice they're nice people um they gave me a free they 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 replaced my glass no questions asked so um, all right, chasing it down. Oh, yeah. I've got my craft beer tonight, but Crown Royal, Royal Vanilla, pretty damn good. Mm. Oh, yeah, it goes down smoothly. So, and tonight's beer, it is Maro Copa, is a New England, is a New Zealand Pilsner by the Red Barn Brewing Company in Blindham, Ontario, Canada. And in a few minutes, I will give it its rating. So, final word on this. Crisp, dry, clean tasting. Um, it is a, definitely a summer beer. Um, you can take it to the beach. Goes good with a barbecue, baseball games, any sporting events, hockey. So, mm. all right. If there's anybody out there that wants to throw in a rating, do it now, because I'm about to do it. So, all right. Um, okay. So, here we go. Mm. Yeah, good beer. Nine out of ten. Um, now, I before we sign off here, I've been asked about, like, uh, T-shirts. So, I got them. They're Big Jim Blogcast Live T-shirts. Now, if you want one like mine, they are 35 bucks a pop, shipping and handling included. Um, you can get like uh, you can get them in tank top. You can get them in this version. Um, now, all right, yeah. Now, just inbox me, or we can do e-transfers, money order. Inbox me with your order. Um, I will try and get it out as quickly as I can, but you gotta expect four to six weeks for delivery because of COVID. Uh, it is 35 bucks a pop included. Shipping and handling are included. A t-shirt like this, 
a t-shirt like mine, what I'm wearing right now, or a t-shirt like this, baseball jersey type. There we go, front and back. There's the front, or no? Okay, there's, all right, there, there. And so, like I said, 35 bucks a pop. Uh, you can request them in tank top if you want. So, anyways, yeah. All right. So, mm, all right. Uh, okay. All right, people. All right, we gave birthday shout-outs tonight. Uh, Heather, Celia, Herman, Evelyn, Dave, Sherry, Rod, Francis, Carolyn, Sabrina, Paul, Nancy, Monique, Greg, Kim, Fo Kim, Tracy, Shannon, Jasleen, Crawl. Um, it, uh, Kevin Clements, Brad, MJ, Nancy, Tom, Kathy, Gary, Toby, Michael, Candace, Sandy, um, Terry Lynn, Vanessa, Roxanne, Alan, Leonard, Ashley, Patty, Leslie, Tanya, Glenda, Steve, Wendy, happy birthday to all you guys. We talked about Def Leppard's Hysteria, um, classic albums like our classic guitar duo, Phil Collin and Rick, or Phil Collin and Steve Clark of uh, Def Leppard. Um, season three, season four and five of Remington Steel. Um, Goldeneye by Pierce, the, the James Bond movie, Pierce Brosnan. Um, whoa. Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. All right. This week in Van Halen history. Alright. Our hockey car hero, Casey Sazikas. Um, our Star Wars board game, Escape from the Death Star. Um, our craft beer for tonight. It is uh, Maricopa. Maricopa. Uh, New England, New Zealand Pilsner by the Red Hot Barn Brewing Company in Blenheim, Ontario. I gave that a 9 out of 10. All right. Uh, Crown Royal Vanilla. Mm. Yeah. Um, our quote. Actions prove who someone is. Words just prove who they want to be. T-shirts. We go out later on Spotify. Special shout out to the people in the Star Wars. Def Leppard, Van Halen. Cigar, Craft Beer, Pro Wrestling, James Bond. Sarnia, Port Elgin, Pop Culture Groups. Anybody else I've forgotten? Cheers, everyone, and behave, and I will see you next weekend.